Let's pray. Father, help us to understand. Help us to listen to you. Help us to pay attention to your word. To you, Lord. We thank you that we can share, that we can laugh, because we know it's all your provision. You are the one who has given us the time. You are the one who says, come to me. And here we are, Lord. Give us an attitude to listen. Open our hearts and our minds to you, Lord. In your name, amen. 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 Obedience. And by this we know that you have come to know him. If we keep his commandments, whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. So we've, called, we've covered a call to obedience. We covered um, a call to obey God's commands, to follow Christ, a call to submission. We talked about the marks of a true believer. And we started with uh, examples of obedience last time. Uh, any questions, any comments? We wrapped the context of obedience, obedience in trust and faith. And we used the great example of Abraham to mark that context of trust as we trust the Lord. And then we went to Acts and how the new church trust. Any questions there? Any comments? We got into some really nice and cool conversations there. And we're like, oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Carl! Hola! Hey! Hey! And that's how we started this. It's doing the will of God in the Spirit. And we're connecting this to foundations and how we are in the Holy Spirit. Because we can't do it by ourselves. We all comes back to we're sealed in the Spirit and our connection to the Holy Spirit. And how we have to work out our salvation as we go through our sanctification process in the Holy Spirit. And we can't be obedient by ourselves. And I know all of us, all of us have tried to be obedient because I can't do it. I know I can. But we've learned, I think we all have learned at least three things in our process that we can't do it unless we're fully surrendered 
to Christ. Otherwise, we can't be obedient. That a life of obedience is fully dependent on the Holy Spirit. Right? Some of you go, yeah. Please go like this, at least. Yes. Huh? Ultimately, you can't. You can't. It's all by grace. Right. Right. Yes. This is not about you. Comes back full circle. It's all about God. God, God, God. Yes, ma'am. Yes. And what does that what does that say about our attitude? Right? Because it's it's all about why we do it. Because we start as we surrendered, but then it just starts filling our ego. And that's, that's the example we saw in Acts with Ananias and his wife, right? They were not doing it for the right reason. And I want to read... Um, Something to you from the uh, from the uh, Old Testament, and it's in Second Chronicles twenty five two, and it's Second uh, Chronicles twenty five one and two. It says a Messiah is one of uh, Israel's kings. It says was twenty five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty and nine years in Jerusalem, and his mother was name was, and I'm going to kill it, Jehodan of Jerusalem. And this is the key that I want you to listen to. And he did that which was right in the eyes of Jehovah, coma, but not with a perfect heart. In other versions it said, not with the right heart. And that speaks of us. And we do the right thing for the wrong reason. It's the attitude we bring to whatever we start doing. He did what was right, but with the wrong heart. Ananias and Sapphira. Right? They're obedient. But they're not doing the will of God. Let's uh let's go to um let's go to first Samuel fifteen. We're here. First Samuel fifteen. Who can read? Actually, let's just ask our friend Dayron to read 16 to 23. So what happened before all of that? Who remembers? Yes, ma'am. Literally, kill everything. Complete destruction. And what did he do, Betty? Mm-hmm. So... 
and you read it. In my version, this is an orderly destroy. It's not just destroy some, as you know, it's wipe him out. Wipe him out. But Saul in 9 says, Both Saul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep, verse 9, and of the oxen and of the fatling and the lambs and all that was good in their eyes. I added that. And would not utterly destroy them, but everything that was vile and refused, that they destroyed utterly. Then came the word of Jehovah unto Samuel, saying, It repenteth me that I have set up Saul to be king, for he is turned back from following me, and hath not performed my commandments. And then we got to what we just read. Verse 22. Verse 22. And Samuel says, as the Lord has great delight in burnt, burnt offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to listen than the fat of rams. What is the comparison right there? Go ahead. What? So often we justify our actions. And partially obey. He says, "No, the Lord, the Lord will grant me this because I'm I'm doing it with the right heart. <laughs> Bless your heart." Yeah, it's her point. How much? How many times we obey? But it's not about obedience. It's about filling our position, our statue, our plan. And we missed it completely. You wanted to say something? Yeah, the first place. The what? So, so and say, repeat. Obedience place. Mm-hmm. But, see, but see, he is following what God said to do, which is justifying what I did. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm doing what God said to sacrifice. And I, and I saved the best, like he said, so I can sacrifice to him, but I disobey him. So you didn't follow his directions, and that—that that was that was that's the point. Yes, sir. Right, and I and I and I think that, that that's a great point because uh, he had specific direction. He was told exactly what to do. God has given a commandment. Someone came and said, you, this is what you're going to do. We don't have, many times, we don't have that direction unless you're Nana, according to, according to Edwin. <laughs> I'm saying according to Edwin. But we don't, we don't have that. So I think it's a little more difficult for us to follow his will. But still, that doesn't give us justification not to follow his will. So his disobedience is clearer. 
because he had specific directions what to do. And still, he didn't do it. And then he justified it in his name. Let me get with my, and then with you. Just to make sure that we're in the right path. <laughs> At the, from the beginning. That's hard enough. That's hard enough. Yeah. It's difficult. But that's why, that's why, and that's the importance of, and I, I had a, a great time yesterday morning. I just saw him coming in, having breakfast with my son and talking about the Holy Spirit and how we need to consciously develop that relationship with the Holy Spirit. We have to be intentional. We have to. So we can know the will of God. You wanted to say something? Yeah, but uh, now, please don't. I, I get your point. Please, I, and I, if I misspoke, that's not my, my intention. No, no, let me, let me, let me say. Uh, because I, that's, that's not what I meant. What I meant is he had, he had specific directions to follow from the Lord. He was told what to do as many of the kings, and they didn't follow it. You know, they were, he was told, this is, and we read it. And we read it. Yes, we have, we have a set of instructions, and we had um, values that we have to follow. But a lot of us want to know, and, 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 and many of you want to know, what, what does the Lord want me to do with my life? And a lot of us struggle. Does he want me to be a teacher? Does he want me to be this? And, 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 and we don't get those instructions. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Not, 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 we don't get those. A lot of us, we, we do get confirmation of our vocation. And we have that connection and we get that affirmation exactly what we want to do. And we understand that everything that you do, you do it as unto the Lord. And you better. That's a commandment. And you serve the Lord by serving others. And everything that you have is not yours, it's the Lord's. But he had instructions to follow, specific. And then he justified. That's what I meant. Make sense? Yes, ma'am. <coughs> it's not first time obedience. <laughs> Chess. <laughs> Anything else? Correct. Yeah. And I, I just had a conversation with someone that came from, uh, that's okay. I'm going to kill anyone yet. Um, um, they just came from Spain, from doing El Camino a Santiago. Oh, what a wonderful experience. It, it was tiring. Just run a marathon. No. <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, I don't know. You know. But I get it. I was there. Yes, yes sir. Correct. But I, I want to I, I wanna add something to that because I don't want to I don't want to get lost. If you obey 
with the wrong attitude. It's legalism. So you might be saved and not obey with the right attitude. And you have, you have a problem, you know. And I think, I think there's got to be there's got to be the distinction because it's not the simple obedience. And the title of what we started talking about here is Obedience in the Holy Spirit. You know, it's, it's, it's having that growth in the Holy Spirit in God in you to follow the commandments of God, to be humble in the Spirit. So you can do the things that God wants you to do in the Spirit for Him, for you to make the right decisions in the Spirit, for you to follow the commandments in the Spirit. I have Him and then I have you. Mm -hmm. So Jesus Himself says, when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will tell you what is yet to come. And John 6, 16, 13. Meaning, so the, the, it's the key of knowing the will is to be obedient to the guidance, like you said, to the Holy Spirit. And to, in the word, right, because that's our, that's how we know God. When they add, when they try to add to the canon, or they just go against the, the canon. Yes, I agree with that. Outside, outside what is given. Yes. I don't disagree with that. Anyone? I mean, you can disagree. We can have that conversation. <laughs> that our truth is better than his truth. My truth yeah. is. And, and you're talking what he just said, rebellion. I don't know who said it here. Huh? I don't want her to talk. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And she just said what I said earlier. You have to be intentional. You have to you have to make yourself. I'm not saying that he doesn't she's not there. But you have to do it, guys. We talked we were talking about procrastination and we were talking about how do we do things and how we do and I said that I'm a, an, an extra procrastinator I don't know how that is but I know I am <laughs> uh, it's because I, I need sometimes I need to feel that pressure that I need to get things done and then whoosh, things get done and I see some of you going yeah I'm like that yeah yeah um, okay don't be that way <laughs> Don't, no, um, especially because your spouse suffers. Um, <laughs> and she goes, yep. <laughs> um, but you need, to, you need to get into the rhythm. I'll be with you in a second, ma'am. You can do like Mike. You can go like this. He goes like this. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you need to get into that rhythm of, of starting your day with the Lord and make the time. 
you heard me say, it's not, you know, it's not like I don't have the time. It's that I don't make the time. Yeah, there might be some things that we just have to say, I can't do. But we need to make the time because if he is first in our lives, he is first. And we need to make him first all the time. Yes, ma'am. Nana, I hear you, but it's so difficult. It is. I'll be with you in a second. It is so difficult because I read it constantly. And it comes constantly. And it's okay. You read it again. And every time it comes, you read it again. And if you truly believe, and it is true that God is sovereign, everything will be fine. But, 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 uh-uh. It will be okay. Most often, most often, our worries are for nothing. They're just fantasmas, I call them. Phantoms that we create in our minds for things that hasn't happened and will never happen. Yes, sir. Of? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How sincere you think is that repentance? Who gives you everything, life itself. Because we're more afraid of this life than eternal life. And that's that is the key, guys. And you you hit it, anyone would say you hit it in the nail. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's not here to make fun of. Uh, but it's it's that. We're so, we're so concerned about now that we forget that we're going to live forever. And that is the point of obedience. That we are going to live forever. In his presence, guys. Say amen. In his presence. And we forget that. So we have to be in the Word so we're reminded daily that it's about eternity. That it's going to be a long time. That everything that we do today prepares us for that. Someone raised their hand here. Yes, George. Right. 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 There's no... Right, we, can, we can't speculate, but the proof is in the pudding. You know, it's, he doesn't do what God yeah. wants him to do continuously. How often we do that? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Did they, what's in? But with the wrong heart. Mm-hmm. I blame Adam. Yeah, I still blame. All right. Yeah. 
Adam. Uh, I still blame Adam. I still blame Adam. Yeah, that woman that you gave me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's your fault. You gave me that woman. But it is. We want to be gods. When we say we're human, is we want to be gods. That's what we mean. We want to take his place. Every single time. And we ain't. Well, some of us are. Right, Darren? <laughs> wrong, wrong, bro. And we disobey. But we have the Holy Spirit. And he keeps us straight. And we have to strengthen our relationship with God, the Holy Spirit. He is God in us. It's not just God the Father, God the Son. The Holy Spirit, three in one. And he is in you. Those who have come to saving faith. You have two minutes. Excellent. Great summary. Anybody else? I'm going to stop there. We'll go through. Um, we'll finish next Sunday with the promises and blessings of obedience. And um, hopefully we'll get to some areas of obedience in the Bible. Okay. Carly Carl. Yes, sir. See? I blame Adam. You're so correct. Kurt, will you close us in prayer, please? Amen. Thank you all. Great conversation.